Hello and welcome to Touching the Sunrise podcast. I am Sister Catherine Herms, author of Surviving Depression, A Catholic Approach, and Reclaim Regret, How God Heals Life's Disappointments, and Spiritual Guide in the Heartwork Program, which specializes in helping people walk the road of spiritual growth and inner healing. For the past 10 years, I have been walking alongside wonderful women and men who want a more heart-centered and spiritual life, but would like support along the way, through online programs, groups, and one-on-one spiritual guidance. I walk with people along a contemplative and healing path, one that has been trodden for thousands of years. Basically, I'm here to help you surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit, who has come to make your being the throne of the Holy Trinity, so that your life, your prayer, your relationships, your dreams and goals will most deeply satisfy the desires of your heart. You can find out more about me and what God has led me to do in the world by visiting my website, touchingthesunrise.com. Let's start, as we always do, by reconnecting, remembering, refreshing. Take a deep breath directly into your heart even deeper than your heart, into that soul, that spirit, that place where divine grace transforms you with the presence, the light, and the life of the divine trinity. We enter into our inner world, to that sacred space, that inner sanctuary where God dwells. Notice what that room, that space is like. Is it large or small? Is it dark or light? What is the feel of that place? It is in that space, wherever that sacred place for us is that we experience Jesus calling us his true friend, his darling one, his fair one. We're not used to hearing ourselves called lovely, beautiful, wanted, good. But Jesus looks beyond everything we see in ourselves. And he looks at the motives of our heart. He sees all we have been through. And he wants to free us. He wants to free you. He can look at everything that we would call ugly and messy. And he can still call us lovely where we see blemishes and pain and sorrow. He sees beauty. He sees our future. All our lives we've sought to be loved and needed. We need His love, only His love, 
to bring us true healing. We are convinced, no doubt, that God sees us as we see ourselves, but that is not so. God sees us through his own love, his own fidelity. The, the pleasure he had in creating us still remains. The dreams he had in making us still fill his heart. And like the hound of heaven, as Francis Thompson said, he's still seeking us out. He's still opening up for us ways into the beauty of his dream for us. God has thought about us all our life, even before we were born. God knew us. And God wants to bring us whole and entire, beautiful, into heaven, to be with him for all eternity. So let our hearts, let your heart, call out to this God of love. Let us surrender to the work of the Spirit within us. Hello, my friends. I am so glad you're here. I wish I could sit down with you face to face over coffee. I would love to stand beside you at Mass or kneel with you in prayer. I wish I could hear from you your passions and desires, your needs and your struggles. Christmas is a family time, and all of you who listen to this podcast are close to me as family. In Christ, we are even closer than blood. We are in him, one, in each other. We share one life, Christ's life. We love with one heart, Christ's heart. So wherever you find yourself in these days as we approach Christmas, whether it is light or dark for you, Reach out to the child whose delicate hand blesses and upholds you. He takes your hand to walk with you, beside you, always and forever, in everything and in every place. Today, I wanted to talk about Christmas lights. During Christmas, lights are everywhere. It was just a small photo that my dad texted me the other day and around the tiny pine cone tree that stood proudly on their kitchen table, he and mom had strung an equally tiny string of white lights. For what is a Christmas tree without lights? What is Christmas without the star blazing in the night, announcing the glory of the news of the Messiah's birth. As we drove home after dark Sunday with strains of music from the Christmas concert performed by our choir still in my heart, I felt an almost childlike wonder at the lights that stood as solitary sentinels in the darkened windows of the homes in our neighborhood. House after house was trimmed in light in just a few days, we ourselves will decorate our own convent with nativity scenes and a tree. 
with symbols of the Christmas story and with light. I still remember near our convent in Metairie, Louisiana, Al Copeland's house on Folsey Drive that attracted carloads of visitors from near and far during December to see the thousands of lights that filled every inch of their yard. The owners moved out in October, I think, while their property was prepared by a professional Christmas decorator with a unique theme for this December extravaganza of light, which brings out the wonder in both kids and adults alike. Light. We turn on the lights after dark. Lights are more visible in the night. It dispels the night. Stars are only visible in the night sky. So even as Christmas is celebrated with light, on a deeper level, it is so because there is darkness. St. Augustine wrote, Wake up, O human being, for it was for you that God was made man. Rise up and realize it was all for you. Eternal death would have awaited you had he not been born in time. Never would you be freed from your sinful flesh had he not taken to himself the likeness of sinful flesh. Everlasting would be your misery had he not performed this act of mercy. You would not have come to life again had he not come to die your death. You would have perished had he not come. The background of darkness to the birth of the light of the world celebrated on Christmas night. To be honest, this Christmas is a little different for me. My parents have moved and our family home of over 50 years has been torn down to make room for a bigger McMansion. It came as a surprise to me that my childhood memories of Christmas are so tied to a place, to that childhood home. When that place is gone, these tinseled memories no longer hold their magic. In their stead grows the will to love, to serve, to give, to please, to sacrifice for the other. When love grows, light grows. When light grows, the darkness fades. Or if the dark stubbornly refuses to budge, as in a situation for which there is no real possibility for change, the light blazes with courageous intensity so that the dark is merely the precipitating factor of our glory. Come then, says St. John Chrysostom, let us observe the feast. Truly wondrous is the whole chronicle of the Nativity. For this day the ancient slavery is ended, the devil confounded, the demons take to flight, the power of death is broken, paradise is unlocked, the curse is taken away, sin is removed from us, air driven out, truth has been brought back, the speech of kindliness diffused and spread on every side. A heavenly way of life has been implanted on the earth. Angels communicate with men without fear, and men now hold speech with angels. From the darkness and misery, 
the glory of salvation blazes forth. So this Christmas, with every light you see, be aware of the darkness that is dispelled by its twinkling beauty and rejoice. As children scramble after the one gift that they really, really want, step back and wonder at the child who brought us the one gift that is commemorated by this holiest of days, salvation, and rejoice. When you bear the burden of a dark sorrow in your own heart or in another's, a sadness that will not budge, stand bravely in the night with the flame of faith in the God who is with us, Emmanuel. This Christmas, not only wonder at the beauty of our man-made lights that are strung in every place we look, but be the Christmas star that points the way in the night for someone else to the Christ child's manger. Pope Paul VI said, We consider Christmas as the encounter, the great encounter, the historical encounter, the decisive encounter between God and mankind. He who has faith knows this truly. Let him Rejoice. God has amazing ways of knocking on people's hearts, awakening desires, arousing questions, provoking an unexpected spiritual fire. Remember, if you'd like some extra support and are ready to embark on a sustained spiritual journey, you can connect with me in a number of ways by going to my website, touchingthesunrise.com. So until the next time, take care of yourself. And remember that you are not alone. You are loved no matter what. And when you search within yourself, you will not only find yourself, but the throne of the Divine Trinity. You have a calling, a mission, and every gift, every grace, every moment, even every fall, mistake, and sin is a step toward your completely and wholly being taken up into the mystery of God's love for you and for all creation. Remember always that you have a treasure of inexpressible joy hidden in an earthen vessel, small and fragile. May this overflowing joy fill you and yours with this fragrance. God be with you.